There is much for us to consider in the opening verses of John chapter 17, but there's one main request, one main thing for which Jesus is praying, and that is for himself to be glorified so that God could be glorified in return. Everything else in the text supports or gives a reason for this request. So for instance, Jesus says, the hour is come. Glorify your son so that your son may glorify you. So the first reason Jesus gives his father for the request of glorification is because the hour has come. In other words, the time is right. Jesus' ministry has been building to this moment. From one incredible miracle to another greater one. From one confrontation with authority that displays Jesus' greatness to another confrontation where Jesus leaves his opponents speechless. There is this anticipation, this building towards a mighty crescendo, this hour that Jesus speaks of. Jesus stoops to wash his disciples' feet. One walks out to set in motion the greatest betrayal the world has ever known. We've listened in on one of the most intimate conversations we can imagine between Jesus and his followers. So when Jesus prays in John 17, the hour has come, glorify your son, Jesus is saying, the time is right. I know what the next step in the plan of redemption is, Father. This is your plan, and I'm ready to execute it. So let's move on with the plan. Raise me up on that cross so that I can be seen as the Savior, and you can be seen as holy and just and merciful. I'm ready for the cross. The table is set. The time is right for me to be crucified and resurrected. And here's what is absolutely glorious about all of that. We behold the glory of Jesus because of his laser focus on the mission of redeeming a people by the cross for God. His mind and heart never sway. He could have had all sorts of other concerns flood his mind at this time. What will happen to my disciples? What about my mother? What about my younger brothers and sisters? What will the crowd say about them and do to them? Will they get caught up and harmed in the mob? But the absolute best thing for all of those secondary scenarios would be for Jesus to have laser focus on being faithful to the mission of God. And this is exactly what he told his disciples, how they would need to operate in their lives after the cross and resurrection. They would view their lives through the grid of the cross and resurrection, laser focus on the outworking of the gospel-centered mission. Jesus doesn't tell his disciples to do one thing in their life, and then totally do the opposite in his. And the reason we can live with a laser focus on the mission is because this is how Jesus lived his life. He knows no other way to live. And this is one of the evidences of being filled with the Spirit, a growing desire to live in the mission of God. When you pray today, please remember Jesse Hales and his family, our missionaries in Texas. And also remember the Pogolo Word broadcast that's heard in Tanzania.